to 96.3 OHM Radio. This is Tales from the Manor presented by Enough Pie, a nonprofit organization in Charleston's Upper Peninsula that uses creativity to connect and empower the community. Tales from the Manor features a conversation with residents of Joseph Floyd Manor with me, Jay Smith, and my co-host, Summer Anderson. Joseph Floyd Manor is a public housing high-rise in Charleston's Upper Peninsula filled with unique and wise elders who have incredible stories to share with the world. We're here to shine a little light on these neighbors and learn a little more about the people that came before us. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. We have Stephanie Gladden and Janine Mazik. Um, these are both employees of uh, Charleston County Housing and Redevelopment Authority, and they're here today to talk to us a little bit about their experience working at the Manor. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank All you right. so much. So Stephanie, I wanna start the show off asking you a little bit about where you were born and the place where you grew up. Well, I have two sides of the town that they call. I'm a country girl from Ravenel. Okay. And but I was raised on John's Island okay. of a road called off of Beast Fair Road, Sanders Road, mm-hmm. that my grandparents lived. So we I spent most of my childhood there. There. Yes. And I enjoyed every moment of it. That's the country life. I love that. Yes. What kind of things went on in this country childhood? Oh, a lot of a lot of dirt playing. Really? <laughs> yes. Mud pies? Mud pies, crawfish out the ditch. I mean hopscotch, you name it, we did it. Did it you was, have a lot of siblings? Just three. Three just I was three. a sister and two brothers. Nice. But it was always a family neighborhood. You know, everybody grew up next to each other. You got an auntie here and an uncle here. So it was a good bit of us that have a lot of fun. What about you, Janine? Yes, I'm from Holly Hill, South Carolina. That's where I was born and raised. Um, It's like maybe about, it's in between Charleston and Orangeburg in that area. So it's kind of like in the Midlands part Uh of the state. And I grew up in a rural area also. Uh Very close-knit family. I'm an only child, but I have 23 um, first cousins, wow. just first cousins Goodness. alone. Yeah. They were quasi siblings. Yes. Right? Because we grew up right next to each other. Oh, that's so. nice. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Well, Stephanie, when you um, migrated kind of over to this part of town, this area, uh, do you see any changes from when you first got over this way to now? And how has the area changed to you? Well, the area has changed a lot. Prior to me working in this area, because mm-hmm. um, usually you find a job closer to home, so you don't have a magnet come across downtown area. But the changes is a big difference between the country life and the city life, and is that you grew up learning different part. You don't know about the city until you come over to the city. You actually grown and you have to drive it because you don't drive downtown unless it's necessary Mm -hmm. that you want to come downtown but it's a big change that has happened over the years and it's still changing do you think the look of downtown has changed over time too tremendously 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 it has changed i mean um some people say it's good but i would say it's bad because of the population that we serve Mm -hmm. and it's just gentrification and affordable housing is not affordable anymore because a lot of people are losing sight to the true meaning of affordable. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle for family who needs their program and who needs someplace decent and clean to live and they can't afford 
to pay them the rent is 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 a challenge from living in downtown Charleston versus the country. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I've noticed a change because downtown used to be predominantly mm-hmm. black. Yeah. And now it's like um, it's a little smelting pot. Yeah. And um, the construction is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. The renovations, mm-hmm. you know, like making the roads and stuff yeah. larger. Um, in a way, I think that it helps the economy here. Mm-hmm. That's great. But um, Stephanie and I see firsthand how it affects our tenants, our the low-income citizens of Charleston County. Yeah. Where they're being asked to move within 30 days and they've been there for 12 years. Mm-hmm. The rent's going from 875 to 1300. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Wow, that's a jump. It is. So in your job, can you talk a little bit about a little more about what you see and what you do for Joseph Floyd? Sure. I'm the Family Self-Sufficiency Coordinator, mm-hmm. and I just assist low-income citizens with removing barriers mm-hmm. um, so that they can reach mm-hmm. their economic potential, let's mm-hmm. say it like that. So mm-hmm. helping them get jobs or if they yes, need to get job jobs. training, mm-hmm. um, furthering their education, yep. and um, higher-paying jobs, yep. budgeting, and credit counseling. Oh, wow. I have a lot of success stories. One, the the greatest success story of them all is Miss um, Claudette Gill. Okay. She's an actual um, owner of a truck trucking company. Oh, wow. Really? From Section 8 oh to owning her own trucking company. That's amazing. She has um, four on-the-road the, on trucks oh and five dump trucks that run locally. Wow. Yeah, so she's, and she did it right there on the Family Self-Sufficiency Program um, and still active today, and that's a tough business. What um, what people or programs have helped the residents the most that have come in? Every month we have um, Celebration Station mm-hmm. that comes to give them a box of food every month. Mm-hmm. Um, we have different organizations. Um, SC Food Bank. SC Food Bank. Shout Lo- out. Yes. <laughs> food <laughs> Bank. Low Country, food, Lo- Lo- yes. country okay. food Bank. We have different churches that come by mm-hmm. to bring soups on certain days and then we... Enough pie. Enough pie <laughs> does a wonderful job with our Definitely. residents today. I mean, we really enjoy them. So mm-hmm. it's a variety, but it's, I would like to see more for them. In what particular area is the need the greatest? Um, I would say the personal side needs. Mm-hmm. I mean, because mm-hmm. once they don't pay their rent, they got to make sure they get their medicine. Yeah. Um, they pay their, some pay their insurance policy, but making $7.35 was $751 a month. Yeah. And your rent is 30% of that. You're paying like two something, so you got like $500 left, right. left to play with. And so either it's going to be medicine, mm-hmm. food, um, your insurance, but it's not enough because when you go to the grocery store, you're spending... Mm-hmm. Almost twenty dollars yeah. on just egg, bread, milk, yep. and something to drink. The medication has medic- gone yeah. up too yeah. tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody don't have that privilege to have the right Medicaid. The people mm-hmm. trying to get them educated on which one to get and which insurance to sign up for because of the age and not eligible for both Medicaid or Medicaid is a. And I haven't understand that program yet, but I'm still learning. It's so complicated. It is. Yeah. I mean, honestly. I would be lost as an Easter egg. (laughs) (laughs) It is, but if you don't have anybody 
by your side to guide you to the right direction. Because mm-hmm. we got a lot of people in Joseph Floyd Manor who look for us and employees say good morning to. Mm-hmm. And that's all they know is us. Right. So when we go home for the weekend, y'all have a good weekend. See y'all Monday morning. Yeah. See, I right, see y'all in the morning. So there's like where they're. Right. Out there, they're our family. We're their family. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, okay, what happened to you yesterday? I look for you. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. But they know when you're missing. But mm-hmm. yeah, we have a good set of people there. And we just wanted to continue to have a good, decent, safe, and clean place for them to live. Right. Because there's no place to go downtown anymore. No. Yeah, they're taking everything down yeah. from downtown Charleston to make it mm-hmm. luxury. Well, and it's true. I mean, that's the. The, a loss for the community and you're losing the meaning in a community in that way yes we yeah. are and I don't think we have the 100 support of the community no. because everybody's looking for fast and quick Everyone money wants to, mm-hmm. everybody be a vester that's the part yeah but in defense of the investors mm-hmm. I think that's fair mm-hmm. if I had a unit mm-hmm. instead of renting it for 875 if mm-hmm. I can get 1300 for it yeah. I'm going to get 1300 for it Right. It's just unfortunate that yeah. we don't have any place to put the mm-hmm. low-income citizens mm-hmm. that can't afford the thirteen hundred. That's right. my concern. Yes, mm-hmm. just because I'm I I'm making fourteen dollars an hour and I mm-hmm. can't afford thirteen hundred a month, right. doesn't mean that I'm a bad person or mm-hmm. I'm a criminal. Mm-hmm. I am actually the working poor. Right. You know. Yeah. So I think that we should have a presence mm. downtown also. Definitely, you know? of course. Mm-hmm. Mm. For those of you that are just tuning in, I'm Jay Smith, and I'm here with my co-host, Summer Anderson, and we're talking to Stephanie Gladden and Janine Mazik, um, both employees at Charleston County Housing and Redevelopment Authority. Um, We've been talking to them about uh, the community and things that are needing to change and uh, just important things about the manor. So we're going to take a short break here. And we're just going to play a song by John Mayer called Waiting on the World to Change. And so enjoy the music and thanks for listening to OHM Radio, your nonprofit, non commercial radio station. Thank you so much for tuning in to 96.3 FM OM Radio, your nonprofit, non commercial local radio station. We are broadcasting live from Workshop at 1503 King Street inside the OM Radio studio. I'm Summer Anderson along with Jay Smith, the host of Tales from the Manor. For those of you just joining, we have been talking with Stephanie Gladden and Janine Mazik about their roles at the Joseph Floyd Manor, the support that they offer, and the loss the community is experiencing. 
moving out residents. So, um, Stephanie, I know that you're the property manager uh, over at JFM. I know because you're also my supervisor. (laughs) (laughs) And you and I spend every day with the residents, hand in hand, seeing what's going on, making sure that they're okay. Um, So just having someone there to kind of do that with and (laughs) be effective with has been great for me. Uh, but how many years have you been working at the Housing Authority? I have been working with Charleston County Housing for 15 years. Wow. And I think um, Sanbury is the oldest one there. Yeah. So I have seen a little more than what I ex- expected, but mm-hmm. it's a good company. I mean, I do it because I love my residents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not about the job. When you get these jobs and do it for the job, you're not going to be happy. But I'm always smiling when I go to the front door because the first person I see is a resident. Good morning, Miss Gladden. Good morning. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like you walk through the door and say good morning 20 times before you get to the office. <laughs> and you can't make it to the office because there's someone there who wants yeah. to tell you something right. that happened last night. So mm-hmm. it's a joy. I love what I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, Janine, I know you've been there a long time too. How, how long have you been? Yes, I've been there for 10 years. Um, yes. Um, it's a little different for us. Right. I'm on the the family self sufficiency um, department is attached to the housing choice voucher program, which is known as Section Eight, mm-hmm. and um, we do it a little different. Our tenants are actually out in the community. Mm-hmm. They're all over Charleston County, and they rent from private landlords. So um, we we see the impact. Of what's going on, the change in, the changes in the economy, a little bit more directly mm-hmm. than um, the actual tenants of Joseph Floyd Manor, because the there is a it's a public housing yeah. apartment complex, and the housing authority owns that. Okay, so they can kind of control the rents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, with the voucher program, renting from private landlords, the rent is not under our control. Okay, so they have to actually locate places to live that's willing to take mm-hmm. the voucher mm. and we have um it's like 950 to a thousand for a three-bedroom and they still can't find a three-bedroom so right so they increase. have to go further out yes yeah. they have to go further out um latson mm-hmm. somerville mm-hmm. um it's some sometimes uh even goose creek right they'll do a little further out monk's corner yeah. stuff like that they'll have to port to other counties and that's hard too because then they get separated from their community mm-hmm. which is yes. lonely and difficult right and transportation and transportation, yeah. and transportation, transportation becomes issue. an issue because yeah. they don't have a bus we don't have good public transit here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's just changing all that all sides are changing and and it's weird because a lot of them work downtown Mm. And they used to the bus system. Working the yeah. restaurants and the yeah. grocery stores, mm-hmm. the and hotels, the gas stations, the right. hotels. Yeah, and they can't get to work. I mean, it's not a lot of money that they're making, but yeah, they're making an effort to get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and sometimes that transportation is just not affordable. No. You know, without that bus route. So yeah. If you have to move out of the city. Yeah. Then you got to find a way to get back into the city, right? In order to work, so to it's kind of difficult. Yes. Stephanie, can you talk a little bit about your career path and what led you to JFM? 
I think a career change prior to me coming to um, the housing authority, I used to do medical records. Mm -hmm. So it was prior to medical record, I used to do property manager okay. at a real estate company, mm -hmm. maybe four or five years. Then mm -hmm. I went into medical records. So mm -hmm. then it's like, wow, the opportunity came. Yeah. And I took that opportunity. It's a lot more personal. Yes, mm -hmm. a lot right. more personal. A lot more social. No, exactly. <laughs> That's why you're good at filing. And it's, yes, right. I'm, I'm working on her. I'm working on her. <laughs> what about yes. you, Janine? Um, prior to coming to the Housing Authority, um, I actually have a business degree. Mm -hmm. Okay. And mm -hmm. I started off at Borges College, which is also yep. my alma mater. Okay. Um, I started off there in the business department and I hated it. I was in mm -hmm. charge of the requisitions that came in. Okay. And um, I'm more of a people person. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't like it much. And it was this opportunity that came up mm -hmm. with the CDC, the um, Community Development Corporation. Mm -hmm. And they were doing financial literacy in mm -hmm. my area. Ooh. At that time, I was. Um, in the Harleyville, Holly Hill area. Mm -hmm. And um, I just started working with that organization. I started off as an AmeriCorps Vista. Oh. Yeah. And I loved it. So I went and got my certifications and stuff. Right. And um, then I moved, mm -hmm. divorced, and I moved here. Mm -hmm. um, I moved to Somerville, actually. And mm -hmm. I was looking for a job in the area. Right. And there it was, plain as day. <laughs> Charleston County Housing Authority Family Self-Sufficiency Coordinator. Wow. And I read the description. I was like, that's me. That's exactly I what that. I want to do. Yeah. But when I got there to get the job, mm -hmm. um, someone had already taken that position. And they were like, oh, we have a department secretary um, available for the Housing Choice Voucher Program if you want that. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, as, as fate would have it, four years later... The person who was there left, and they told me, they was like, well, come on over. You can do wow. this. So that's how I got there. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was meant for me. It's a good story. Yeah. And I yeah. love my job. So, mm -hmm. And I love the people that I serve because they are me. I always say that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Most of them are single moms, yeah. African-Americans. Yeah. And um, th they're all from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. But some of them are so hardworking. Right. And so determined. Yeah. It gives me motivation. Yes. I like to, you know, I'm right. saying, we, we share in that. Yes. You know? Yes. And um, it's just a really rewarding job. Mm -hmm. It is. It so. is. You enjoy the, the residents and yeah. the everyday person to person. Because some days are happy and some days are sad and you mm -hmm. hear all kinds of story mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and we sometimes <laughs> you wonder why you get yourself in this position before you <laughs> ask for help. It's right. like, okay, it's, yeah. but we try our best just to help as much as we can, mm -hmm. resource the information out. But I wouldn't trade it. I love what I do. Well, it's, I'm sure that they feel that and they feel the, the love from you personally to them and also that you love the job and that makes Joseph Floyd Manor such a I mean what a nicer place to live when you have people there that are doing it because they want to be there mm -hmm. and it's good when you got a good staff and mm -hmm. executive director see that hey this is what you need to do to maintain support you on everything you do and it's good to have that good family relationship with your co-workers because yeah. anytime mm -hmm. we need something done with the residents hey I need a team right it's, not, it's like we're here so it's always good to have that support as well. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes. <laughs> it, it does. It sure does. <laughs> Are there any funny stories that you can recall 
Well, Jay started off. I mean, where do I start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the conversation in the lobby is like, mm-hmm. okay, we all talk to each other, house play. Um, me chasing them with a broom or a span <laughs> or something. It's just like, okay, would you stop it? That's fine. And they said, come in, Miss Stephanie, come in. Let me show you something. What do you want to show me? They know I scared of a frog lizard. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like, okay, are you kidding me? I'm on top of literally on top of their back. I said, get. <laughs> so, I mean, we have our good days. Oh, my God. We yeah. have Yes. Love it. We they have like a lot of extra. crack a lot of jokes, I was going to say, too. they mess with you a little bit. Yes, yeah. they do, uh-huh. and they'll have the little rebel snake uh, rubber no frog and just toss it in the door, like, okay, Miss <laughs> Stephanie, come in. I scream so across the lobby. Oh, my God. Yes, it. and then, I mean, the good days, you put music on in the lobby, and, hey, yeah. come on, let's dance. I like that. So we do that as well. Mm-hmm. DJ Jay. Jay will get us some music on the yeah. um, laptop. DJ yeah, Jay. I'm a yeah. teacher. It's so funny because, like, they're older people they're elderly and so it's like crazy to see how much their sense of humor is still like intact mm-hmm. <laughs> and how much intact. they like to like horseplay and play around so oh, it's just no. hilarious and I'm like you're just gonna be doing this till you go home huh? I know <laughs> I told that's the greatest yeah and any music that you hear they, in the lobby they get up and dance and they enjoy oh, themselves yeah. and that's so important that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Laughter is the best policy there is. So. Absolutely. It's good to get in your body, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Janine, do you have any funny stories over in Ephesus? Any no, not memories? really. Not really funny. Really? Um, I don't know, I guess. Some of them are funny. I think with our side, mm-hmm. I, now I get to laugh at the tenants right. in Joseph Floyd Manor because yeah. we're yeah. in the building. Uh-huh with them uh-huh. so you become like my name is Janine mm-hmm. they call me Jaleel yeah they do why I don't know I just answer uh-uh. I've been there for 10 years I've been Jaleel for 10 years <laughs> Jaleel Jaleel they I like mean Janine is a more common name yeah. Jaleel they, and simpler yeah, yeah it's a simple Jaleel. name yeah they call oh, that me girl Jaleel was, stay with that girl that be with you all the time I yeah. said what? I've seen her office. And Tell her, come here. Come tap on the window. Come around and tap on the window and like, yes. Hey, like that. So, um, that side is funny. Right. Just like their personalities. Side, yes. Mm-hmm. Our side is a little bit more urgent. because More serious. Everything is urgent. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and sometimes it's not our fault. It'll be their decision. Right. They made a bad decision, but we're expected to clean it up. Yeah. So they'll come in and it'll be a little bit more demanding for the housing choice voucher program. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, I got to be out in 30 days. And I don't have a place to go mm-hmm. or they're yeah. checking my credit. And I told them I had Section 8, but they told me yes, they still need to check it. And I can't move in here. I need some place to go. So we have that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the um, public housing side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny over there. Yeah, yeah. it is. They have the space in the back with the picnic table. Oh, my God. And, and you can tell everybody got a cup. And they don't want you to know what's in the uh, cup. And I said, like, oh, it's my cup. I'm glad you want one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> from the first of the month to the fifth. They walk into the lobby. You oh can just see them carrying. I said, where's mine? Okay, I'll bring you a cold one down. I said, uh, okay. If you can't beat them, join them. What? Uh, yes. But they know you don't drink. I said, no, you know I don't. But oh, the fact is just. Uh, but it just yeah. is, it's just fun to yes. see them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Enjoy themselves, mm-hmm. but then it's a bad side too because you get yeah. used to them, yeah. and then one day you don't see them anymore. And that's yeah. when you miss them, and you're like, oh god, really? Yeah, yeah. you know. And 
passed on or sick. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, we had a couple of those incidents. For the last, what, two weeks, I think I lost eight. No. It's been really. Yeah, and literally in two weeks. Yeah, Yeah, literally in two weeks. Like every other day. Yes. Somebody see them smiling. Yes. You see them smiling and say, hey, and the next day, like, okay, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's life. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, we only we are like the old folks say we're on borrowed time. Yes. So we have to take heed to that as well. And you'd be surprised the one that leaves because you always see that smiling face yeah. or that conversation you have with them. And mm-hmm. so it's like okay, and you looked in the lobby. It's like okay, yeah. Still see the smiley face. So yeah. they also eight people and two more. One yesterday. Yeah. Day before yesterday. Yeah. That's a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. A lot, a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. It keeps so. you constantly reminded that you never know. And Don't know the hour, yes. And Everybody. that's why it's so important to be that family mm-hmm. figure for mm-hmm. some of the people in there because mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have any more family right. or if they do have family their family's not visiting exactly. and they don't get that feeling of someone mm-hmm. loves them someone cares and so even though we have our paperwork job we still try to go oh. out and make them feel important and loved and cared for right. and so yes we'll come I, out uh, like yeah. I'm on the other side of the building uh-huh. we'll walk through yeah mm-hmm. just to say Hey, yeah. you know, just yeah. to say hi. Crack a couple jokes. See you in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I saw yeah. your car the other day. Yeah. Oh, know? they know your car now. Oh, they know all of our cars. <laughs> <laughs> they watch they, they know yeah. your car. I love it. Oh, like, yeah. oh here comes Janine. Oh, Jaleel. Jaleel. Oh, Jaleel. Oh, Jaleel. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then look upside. Hey, good night, Miss Stephanie. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll talk to you from the window. Yes. Yes. I thought God was talking to me one day, and I was like, like "Who that is that?" that? <laughs> yeah. Now you're like, "Is this happening yes. right now?" Right now? Oh my God. It's a, it's a good place to work, I must say. It's it an experience, definitely. Oh. It's a yeah, it treasured is. experience. Well, it's a it's, blessed experience. Yeah. yeah, that's a blessing. Well, it's fun to talk to people who love what they do, that are making a difference. I mean, mm-hmm. offering that support, that friendship. That's life changing. Yes. And being a good listener, which I know that all three of you are. Yes. It's amazing. And that's a gift every day, every yes. minute. Mm-hmm. And you'll be surprised sometimes that's all they need. That's mm-hmm. it. People just want to be seen and heard. heard. Yes. Yeah. Just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in and supporting independent media, local music, and live public affairs programming. OM is a listener supporter station and relies on listeners and donors like you to stay on the air. You can donate and learn more about upcoming events and our programming schedule at www.omradio963.org. Stephanie and Janine, thank you so much. This has been incredible. Really fun. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. I'll see you guys in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you will.